in this episode of Safari from Home, we keep on talking about Catherine's pregnancy. We chat about finding prego clothes, going for scans, and the challenges of getting your prego onto a medical insurance. So now you're back in Cape Town. You've just arrived from Germany. Yes. From Munich. And um, as soon as you get there, we make appointment for you to go for our first scan together, your three-month scan. Yes. Um, but then we ended up going? We went earlier because I was feeling so shit. What was wrong? Well, I was throwing up all the time. Like, I wasn't able to eat anything. I was just throwing up. But then we found out that uh, that was quite normal. Now, we knew that was quite normal, but still, if you can't eat anything... Because you, you didn't just have morning sickness. You literally threw up whenever you ate something. Yes. It was a fun time for all of us. <laughs> it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. In, in the beginning, when you, every moment. In the beginning, when you started throwing up, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, no, and I'd go to the bathroom and I'd hold your hair, hair back and rub your back, like, you know, mm. typical... Take typical. selfies with me in the background, throwing up. Well, we had to do the pregnancy announcement yeah, somehow. So classy. But it was like a typical jungle uh, <laughs> party at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, woohoo, hold my hair back. <laughs> it was just horrible. <laughs> the only thing I could eat was mangoes. Mangoes and Cocoa Pops. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. Those Milo Cocoa Pops. Yeah, but that was your fault because they used you in an advert. And uh, I saw it and I was like, oh, oh I can eat oh. Mark's food. But then, so but then there was also times when you'd, you'd be wanting things, and I'm like, we're in the shop, and like, oh, I want that, I want that, and then you'd have like half a bowl of it, you're like, no, no, that's not what I want. Yeah. And for the entire time, there was always just like half-eaten boxes of cereal, and foods that you thought you wanted and that you didn't want. I I always felt bad about that because obviously, um, there's a lot of of people that don't um, have as much food in South Africa. I think the the babies in the area were really loving my pregnancy. Because they got all the leftovers. We gave we gave everything away, but um, yeah, that was that was not a nice time. I felt bad about it. One of the one of the big things for me, uh, before we get to the joys of going for the scans, was like because I was on medical aid, and I wanted to put you on medical aid for uh, for the pregnancy, obviously for the baby. The, was she kicking? She's listening Sorry. to us. She can hear yeah. us talking. A little angel. She's like, oh, it's like that looks like a knee. A little angel has uh, poked her elbow or knee out. Yeah, she's doing it like. Like she's like she's like <laughs> I want to come out. I, I want to be out. part of this. I was going to be part of the podcast. It's very weird, eh? Yeah. So when we, I tried to put, when I tried to put Catherine onto my medical aid. I had to fill out a whole bunch of forms and they were like, okay, cool, the endometriosis is not covered. Uh, anything anything related to that condition is not covered um, for, I think, the duration of a medical aid. Yeah. And then, then she could not be on the medical aid for 12 months because she wasn't previously on a South African medical aid because she was still doing all the taxes and payments and insurance through uh, Germany, through the yeah. German state, through Munich. 
So she all the benefits were sitting in Germany. Yeah. So I couldn't put her onto my medical aid. It was a sorry, a pre existing condition. Yeah, preg- <laughs> preg- pregnancy is considered a pre existing condition <laughs> if you weren't on medical aid yeah. before. So if she was on my medical aid before she became pregnant, it would have been a different story. Yeah. But I think still somehow because of the endometriosis, they would have like there would have been like questions around the pregnancy as well. They probably would have found a way. So we had to pay for we everything. Had, we had to pay for everything. All the scans, all the <laughs> blood tests. Yeah. Uh, because like, we went for two scans and the blood tests. And the blood tests was surprisingly expensive. How much was it? Like, like, it was like two and a half thousand rand or 2,600 rand. Okay. That's like, what, 180 euros? Yeah. Yeah, about 180 euros. It's ridiculously expensive. Um, it was cheap. It was more expensive than the, than the, than the scans. Yeah. At all, but the, the scans were cool because we went together, and it was the first time that I saw the baby's heart or heard the baby's heartbeat. At that time, she was still kind of how big was she? She was kind of she was. I mean, she had, she was taking shape. She wasn't. She wasn't like. She, a, wasn't, she wasn't big. She I wasn't a blob anymore. Eh? No, no, she wasn't a blob anymore. She was, she was like eleven yeah. centimeters. Mm-hmm, something like that. God, eleven. Now she's like forty. <laughs> that was a Nuts. long time ago. Yeah. And then the that was the the our, that was the the second scan, but we went a little bit early. Mm-hmm. And then the next scan was at what? How many weeks? I'm just before I left, like sixteen, seventeen weeks. Sixteen, seventeen mm-hmm. weeks. Um, and that one was where the where the doctor could tell us whether it was a boy or a girl. It's a little bit. Yes. It's, a, it's a little bit early to say, but this because that was a specialist scan where they check for. Um, Down syndrome and any other mm-hmm. concerns. They check the baby's spinal development, mm-hmm. um, and that's what they tell you about uh, Down syndrome or any other other health concerns. And the special that we saw could already determine. She's like with within a certain degree of accuracy that we were having a goal, which was super cool. Why didn't I mean I I don't I'm not I I don't like surprises at all. But why didn't you? Why did it? Why did you want to know? Because I don't know. I've never understood this. Oh my god, let's get surprised. I don't know. I just wanted to know. I just I'm not. I also don't like surprises very much. So. Is it because of all those uh, baby reveal party fails? <laughs> no, no. But also, like, I I wanted to go shopping. Like, I'm really trying to be gender neutral, but you are not even remotely gender neutral. <laughs> I was the one who's trying to be gender neutral. Um, I was trying. I didn't say I succeeded, but I was trying. <laughs> Everything you bought is pink. <laughs> sorry. And says little princess on. I'm trying Man, to really be. I'm sorry. I'm trying to really be like a woke 2019 dad. It was really difficult. But you, you have tons of time and opportunities to be woke. You know, you can buy condoms and tampons for her, and when she's like a teenager. Is that going to help with the gender neutral aspect of it? Yeah. Yeah. So. If you say so. A lot of parents, <laughs> a lot of parents like the, the supplies. Would you, you wanted a girl as well, eh? I really didn't care. I really did not care. I'm the one who cares in this relationship about the child. <laughs> Catherine doesn't really <laughs> care. No, I didn't care. I, I wanted twins. Yeah, you're crazy though. I would have liked to have... You, come on, you would have been so much happier. Can you imagine having twins? You try pushing that out. 
What's one at a time, baby? One at a time. <laughs> That's not. Would no, you, like. Would you rather no. be pregnant twice? Now in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't have the nicest. Like I'm, I'm sure I didn't have the worst pregnancy, but I also didn't have the most amazing pregnancy either. No, I wanted twins because we have twins in our family. My father is from a set of twins. My mother's from a set of twins. And my other brothers and sisters haven't, we've had kids, who have had kids, haven't had twins yet. So I was like really hoping it's going to be me. The The scary thing is if we have a second child and if we have a second pregnancy and that pregnancy is twins, then. You said this before I was even pregnant. Then you. Then we, in, in, I'm going to slap you so hard. Then we're in a spot of bother. <laughs> a spot of bother. Mm-hmm. You were, you were, you were super concerned, like. I mean, obviously, because you're the mother, the mother just has this, you know, maternal concern all the time about the baby's health because of your cancer and because of the endometriosis. Not just because of that. Um, not just because of that. I think it's more, um, it, like, you you know, it's my responsibility to eat right. It's my responsibility to, to exercise and to, you know, to make sure the baby's okay. It's my responsibility to not fall over when I walk outside the door. Well, it's true. I can't. I can't be around people that smoke. Obviously, I cannot smoke. I cannot drink. Um, what if I eat the wrong thing? What if I eat sushi by accident? You know. How do you eat sushi by accident? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, it's really difficult. Now, as I said to you before, if she's 28 years old and she breaks a nail, I'm still gonna think it's my fault. Because I had a cigarette in the first two weeks of my pregnancy when I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I think as a mother, you always, you you know, I don't know. It's your male privilege that you have. <laughs> I'm concerned about other things. i got to make sure the baby's mm. kicking. Yeah. Keep on kicking, keep Leave on kicking. Alone. Mark is rubbing my belly, trying to encourage kicking. Because you always get upset. You get upset when she's like quiet and she doesn't move around. And then you get upset when she's moving yeah, around. Your daughter is like especially active. Keep on kicking, read, keep on kicking. <laughs> I read that baby's... Um, so I didn't read a lot. I did not read a lot. But a few things that I read up on, and one of the things was that in the last weeks of your pregnancy, the baby's not moving that much anymore. Because they're running out of space, right? But not my daughter. <laughs> my daughter doesn't give a shit. <laughs> she's just kicking like a... Oh. Crazy person. Oh, there she goes again. Yeah, she's like, like, she's doing a thing. She's like testing, like, how far can I push yeah, but it my mum's like baby? Heartbeat, you know what I mean? It does look like a she's, <laughs> I think she's just trying to, to to raise the roof. I'm here, guys. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, coming I'm coming out. out. What if my water broke now? It's really likely. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, while you're in Cape Town, that's when there was a lot of growth happening. Like, your belly started showing. Mm. And every day you're taking like the belly growth photos and your clothes stopped fitting you. Yeah. Your jeans wouldn't close anymore. I was shouting at your friends, remember? Yeah, but that's just because you were emotional. <laughs> yeah. But because, so it was very difficult to find... Hormonal um, rather than emotional. <laughs> it was quite difficult to, to me, it was quite difficult to find clothes that that fit me in the first two or three months because it's kind of like you can't really see you're putting on weight and I mean I haven't really put on weight anyway except for my belly and my boobs but um, it's difficult to find those 
necklace or clothes that are in when you're in the process of putting on the weight. You can't really wear pregnancy pants yet, but if you found you a pair of prego pants, we did. Uh, Mr. Price, like eventually, Mr. Price in South Africa. This is not an advertisement, by the way. No, it's just, just the only place where we found yeah, something. We, we walked through. We walked <laughs> through entire mall. You know, a lot of shops. Shops where yeah. they sell. You know, which, why did they have pregnancy clothes in shops where they sell kids' clothes, like newborn clothes? Like, I don't know. I just remember, like, we found the, the cutest clothes at places like Cotton On. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to talk about that now. No, but, like, I was kind of... Uh, do you remember when I said, oh, do you have pregnancy clothes? Like, no, no, sorry. Yeah. I was like, and, like, and I asked, where can we go get? And then they gave us some place, yeah. but they didn't. No, and, and, and by the way, nobody yeah. knows where to buy anything. You can ask anybody in a store where can I get this where can I get that they have no idea yeah that anymore. was very sad but and we, wa- we went to virtually every shop and in, 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 in a mall in, in Cape Town in one of the malls in Cape Town and we couldn't find anything so where well, we eventually did find something and this is also an advertisement um, we went to H&M well, I yes. went to H&M. Was, was that a day that you were upset with me? Yeah, well, I was really pissed off with you. Why were you upset with me? Because you brought your friends home at 4 o'clock in the morning and they were drunk. I came from work. Was that the day? Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, then you left. <laughs> and then I left and I went went shopping. In my defense, poor defense, pregnant women are very hormonal and emotional. No. And... and <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying this because there are probably some guys listening as well. Everything you do is going to be wrong. So all you can do is try and do the best wrong that you can possibly do for your prego and don't take it personally that they are upset because it's they upset. You brought home your friend who yeah, was that's, completely drunk. That's a that's a worst case scenario. That's at five like, o'clock in the morning. That is, you know, but you know a woman, we're going all out there. A, a woman who is more emotionally stable and emotionally stable would get over that. I would have I would have slapped you <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I threw toilet paper rolls at you. Yeah, I don't remember. So yeah, a, a woman that's more surprised. emotionally stable who's not pregnant would get over that in a matter of, you know, 20 minutes or an hour or so. But Catherine, <laughs> no, she went shopping. Yeah. So back to the pregnancy clothes. I found a lot of pregnancy clothes at um, H&M, which was cool. And same in Munich, by the way. Uh, I didn't really find anything that I liked, um, except for except for H&M. That's the, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. If your prego is upset, then the smallest, slightest thing that brings her comfort will will bring her joy. And that's what you have to find out. You have to find out what it is. Like if her feet are swollen or she's uncomfortable in the feet, give her a foot rub. Boom! <laughs> Buy a pair of like open shoes. Boom! Birkenstock. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, <laughs> I promise you, ice cream. Oh, ice cream is oh, always a winner. Yes. Ice cream is always a winner. Something if your prego is struggling to eat, when she find you find something that that she can eat. Boom. Buy, buy her three kilos of mango. That's <laughs> <laughs> a it's a rock solid winner. Did you eat a lot? Uh, mangoes or in general? No, in general, in that first. No, couple. I didn't. What Do you did remember? I, what, oh, what did I? What did I make you that you liked? The broccoli and cauliflower. No, so I read somewhere that broccoli and cauliflower and carrots are good for the baby's development. So yeah. I haven't basically, I haven't kept anything inside for for weeks and weeks. And then oh. obviously I'm reading up and stuff. I'm like crying as I'm reading up because there's nothing I can keep, um, keep down. And then 
I told you like I want I want broccoli, cauliflower and carrots. And you made me this portion. It took me like an hour to eat. But it wasn't I remember it was on a Sunday you were going to Roxy late night for a gig. And I cried and you were like, Oh my god, what's what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, You're just the sweetest boyfriend ever. You see what I mean? Awful. That food was awful. It wasn't your fault. The food was was awful. No, it was just it was just vegetables. And you couldn't put anything onto it. I put balsamic vinegar on it and like salt and no, pepper. Um, no, I don't think you did. And didn't I put pumpkin seeds or something mm. on it as well? Potato seeds. Ha ha, it's so funny. <laughs> Potatoes <laughs> don't have seeds. <laughs> but I just didn't... Like the food was awful. That wasn't your fault, but you were wonderful. So, yes. When it comes to the bigger the prego, the smaller the attention to detail. I promise you. It's the little things. Pray over it. The little things that keep it going. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of us lying in bed with the prego and the cool guy with the prego baby and the prego belly. Belly, do you want to say anything about this? About this? The belly. Well, you know, Mark, seeing as I was the one who's uh, actually put up with most of the bullshit uh, and I'm the one who has had to grow the most and carry the baby and talk to the baby. Make sure the baby don't fall out. And make sure all the food goes into the baby. Um, I've had, I think, the toughest job, but, you know, uh, we, we take it in our stride. Us prego bellies, we take it in our stride. Thanks so much for everybody. And for you, Mark, for giving me a chance to speak for the bellies out there. For giving a voice. Do the voiceless. Oh. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We love you. We stay. Love you. Woohoo. Stay prego. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>